Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a mundane conversation that'll hopefully lull you to a relaxing place. Thank you for joining us. We hope you will listen and sleep. Of course, follow us on our social media, our Instagram, The Insomnia Project, our Twitter, Listen and Sleep. And I'm joined with by Amanda Barker. Hi, thanks for having me again. And um, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. Okay. First, I want to talk about closing things down for the winter. So, for example, in our backyard, we have patio furniture and whatnot. And because it snows here, we have to take all the patio cushions and all the plants in from outside. We do have to take. The plants is a big moment because there's no turning back for me once we bring the plants in. Um, I had left a fern, a poor little silver break fern outside in a pot and it started snowing on it yesterday, so I don't know if it'll recover, but... Um, did... You actually said, you don't like that fern. Should I just leave it outside, or should we bring At it At least in? you like the pot, if nothing else. <laughs> I know, you don't like... Ferns are tricky. I I'm find... not the hugest fan of ferns, to begin with. They, they shed a lot. They're not very conducive to Canada. I think they're better in a, in a more humid... Moist. Certainly warm climate, but um, anyway, I... What is it you like about ferns? Well, that one I, I traded, um, I think, a necklace or something for it. and I like plants because they clean the air. So ferns are great, actually, so even for ugly, cleaning the air. So even ugly plants you like Even to... an ugly plant will clean the air for you and, and serve its purpose in the world. <laughs> and your ugly plant might be somebody else's beautiful plant. Sure. Anyway, that fern is in. We'll see how it if it makes it throughout the winter. Which of the plants in our house do you currently find to be the ugliest? Oh, the ugliest plants? Um, I have a spider plant upstairs mm-hmm. that's starting to brown on the leaves a little bit. So I've cut the brown off. I'm trying a few different things with it. If you have a spider plant tip you can give us, please put it on our Twitter page. I also have a plant. I'm trying to think of what it's but called. But your spider plant is doing really well. Well, one of the, yeah, I have the one, lots. Like it's, it's, it's I actually have a, quite a few, yeah. It's making a lot of pups, that one, right? That's what they're called when they make little... Even spider plants, they're called pups? Yeah, I guess. 
babies, I, I think. I, I thought they were called pups. I mean, plant babies are usually called pups, but I think pups are things that have to break through the ground. That's my understanding. Like a snake plant has pups. Oh, I see. And okay. they break through the soil and you're like, oh, there's a new one. Okay. Whereas a spider plant, as we know, um, the babies kind of dangle out and then finally you you plant those and put them into... But what was the plant you were going to mention before I asked you? Um, it, I think it's called a palea. It's commonly referred to as a Chinese money plant. Oh, yes, that one, yes. Yeah, and I just wish it would do better, but it just... Just, it, 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 it continues on, but it will never be the full, it really full ones are beautiful because they're big, round, circular leaves look like coins. I think right. that's why they're called money plants. And what do yours look like? Like they're not getting enough light. Okay. <laughs> they, they kind of reach toward the window. They're not full. They don't come around on all sides. They're, it's leggy. You know, it only seems to have like three or four shoots at a time, and then the old ones will just drop off. Whereas I've seen them, and they're very full and very nice. But not yours. No. So I don't know if that's ugly, but it certainly isn't living its best life here, despite my best intentions. And which plants are living their best lives? Our, our money plants seem to do well. Not the Chinese money plant, but... Which one's a money plant? Um, oh, the, the there's tree. There's one behind you. And Those then there's tree. one. Yeah, yeah. I, I see it more. Well, so. ours are big. Most people don't have money plants as big as ours. Usually they're uh, small. I thought that that's a tree, not a plant. That's a plant. That's just a regular I mean, plant. any a lot of plants can be a tree. Like, think about my parents. They have a ficus. That's usually a household plant or, or, or that can become a tree. Well, Previous to them living where they live on a canal in Florida, somebody planted this household plant outside, and outside, but you know, and it's perfect weather there for it. It's humid. It's obviously very, very hot, very moist, and that thing is insane. I mean, it's huge. It's a huge tree. Yeah. It's massive. They have to they they do a full trim of that tree every year. Several bird species because they live on a bird. Um, sanctuary a bird reserve there's a bank of water between them and a bird sanctuary so like a little there, and, and a what's canal. behind them is a bird sanctuary too oh i, I forgot about that across think, the street i think so yeah okay debatable but anyway they're they're quite surrounded there's a lot of bird sanctuaries in that area and this see. is the sebastian inlet for anybody um, people know it because when i would speak with your father <laughs> right. we would talk about it so, so uh anyway there's a lot of bird sanctuaries there and um they have a lot of uh, rose tip spoonbills that yes. uh, come there that look like you'd think they were flamingos, but they're actually rose tip spoonbills. They're beautiful creatures. They're white and pink. Anyway, and so they all live in this ficus tree. Like, you the know, spoonbills live there. I don't. Well, they they hang out sometimes. Okay. They're they're pelicans, cranes, a lot of cranes, and they love that huge ficus tree. It's it's phenomenal i've never seen a pelican at your parents place you haven't not a pelican i've seen it when we're by the water like driving around but not near their home not in that boot i think pelicans stay near near the open water well they live near open water you're talking about the the ocean yeah yeah they live on a canal Mm -hmm. so um okay fine have you seen pelicans there i maybe not i've seen gators 
Yes, you've seen a lot of alligators. There's so many there. They're so fun. They just, they're there all the time. They hang out. It's a beautiful place. And by that ficus tree that was once a household plant, which is how we got here, um, they have two beautiful little chairs, uh, Adirondack chairs or Muskoka chairs. Um, And uh, so it's a great place to just sit, have a coffee, read a book in the morning, listen to all the birds. And... uh, and it's quite a view. It's beautiful. While Amanda deals with the plants that are in her backyard, I often have to deal with the furniture. And so I've got to sort of take the pillows out. Mm. I have to cover all the furniture with these canvas tarps. Are we doing that this year? I think we or are. Or are we going to try and use our back deck as a as a place to hang out? Because we do try, have the fire table. I'm going to try to do it so that they're covered, but we can also use it. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm going to strategically... Okay. Cover our furniture with canvas, okay. But so we can still use it I to see. sit and put things on as a table. Yeah, I and then I take the will, pillows but... mm-hmm. that ordinarily sit on all the um, patio. What would you call it? Like the the loungy kind of area. What is that called? Patio furniture. But it's like segmented seats, or we have to, oh, like a yeah. I guess it's not a couch. It's like. Well, there's the table, and then the cushions for the chairs at the table, and then there's yeah patio furniture. I don't know chair. There, there are four individual chairs that we kind of push together to make sort of a chair and a couch, or four chairs, or two and two. So the pillows are quite large, and Mm -hmm. they take up a lot of space. But we can't leave those pillows outside. No, we take them in all the time. It's it's quite a dance in the summer. Um, I don't know how other people do it or deal with it, but for us, the constant taking of patio (laughs) of, you know, like you hear, you see the first powder of rain and then it's like, is it going to be a hard rain? And they're quite thick, our cushions. So are they going to be soaked? And if they're soaked, they're soaked for days or do we leave them out there? Is it going to be just a sprinkling? So then (laughs) when we go through this transitional period into winter, I take them, and we have a little nook under our stairwell mm-hmm. that we sort of... A little storage um, area, yeah. Storage area that we um, walled off, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. So it has Originally, a it was going to be cubbies. Right. That was the first plan when we we kind of uh, redid the basement, and I had a... In the architect's plan, it was all cubbies, and that's great for, like, shoes and things like that, but then when I realized what we really needed storage for was you know six months out of the stuff. year yeah are these massive cushions so cubbies weren't going to cut it so then it becomes a tetris game for me and the sort <laughs> yeah. of triangular shape under the stairs thank you to put this large pile that's about i would say four and a half feet tall yeah it's not it's 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 a lot and cushions are things that multiply in houses like you know, you every summer, every spring, every season, you want kind of new, fresh cushions. And then next thing you know, you're just swimming in pillows and cushions. And you're a, a lover of pillows. We have a lot of just I, decorative pillows. No, I think I'm a medium in pillow land. Really? Uh-huh. Well, you get tired of the same pillows. They lose their oomph. You want new cushions. New cushions are the easiest and cheapest way to sort of brighten up a room or change it. Okay. Anybody will tell you that. All right. All right. Plus, I like cushions. I like to be cushioned in my watching of TV, in my binge watching. I like to be cushioned. 
Now, I also wanted to talk about something. Speaking of transitions, mm. a thing called the self-tape. We weren't speaking about transitions. We were speaking we, no, about we, cushioning. We, well, no, we did talk about transitioning oh, okay. from uh, winter or your transitioning into winter regarding patio. Okay. Unless you have more patio information. I can talk patio furniture all night oh, long. please, please. Well, okay. Um, one of the things that I'm finding tricky is these solar... Uh, the solar lamp situations. So you buy these, um, we have like these lanterns that have sort of like a solar candle inside. And they're beautiful looking. They're great. I got them at Target before Target went under in Canada. So I got them at, got them for a song, as they say. But um, they have sort of solar panels on the top of them that charge the little candle. But I they all kind of worked the first year and then I don't know if anyone else notices with solar stuff it after a time it it kind of stops working and then you replace it you replace the battery I replace the batteries so they have fresh batteries in yeah, it and they, they just still stop don't. working what it's supposed to do is get the sunlight during the day yeah and then at night the candle portion illuminates you know we live in a townhouse our back area has a big tree that shades a lot of things, which makes it really lovely and tolerable sort of during the day so that it's not full sun um, in the in the summer. But, um, you know, I think the, the downside of that is you just don't get a ton of light. So you're always trying to navigate that, I think, with these solar lights. Although the ones that are frogs, frog, the frog, yeah, the ones, frog are- ones, which I never loved. I think you bought those. Did I think you? I got them. They were majorly on sale sure. at our local grocery store. They're, you know what? They're cute. I don't mind them. They're little frogs that have a light inside I'm them. I'm not one for like ornaments, tchotchkes or tchotchkas. I never know how to say it. Uh, and see, I am. So I thought those little frogs would be nice by the tree. And I thought, where did these frogs come from? I don't need frogs out here. There's enough going on. And I think there's not enough going on. But yeah. the frogs do light up, so their bellies kind of light, light up. <laughs> they do light up, so there's that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure out how to deal with these solar... Because I don't want to throw out... I have like eight or nine of these lamps. I don't want to throw them out, but they're kind of just decorative because they're not actually illuminating at night, which was the point of them. And uh, our chandelier, when I was, uh, I love to obsess about a room and redo rooms. Uh, That's what keeps me sane. And uh, we have a chandelier that hangs from our, our big maple tree out there that kind of dangles in the little seating area. I got that at um, Habitat for Humanity the restock is that what's called store? restore restore so, so it's, it's like a charity it's a donated shop. yeah it's a charity shop that sells home refurbished or donated home furnishings and anything uh, from uh, your refrigerator to panes of glass doors yeah. faucets you name it you'll find it kitchen in that. Yeah. um cabinets yeah uh also um basically when people redo their homes Oftentimes, if they have good quality things that they're replacing, yeah. they'll, they'll bring it and donate it to... I actually filmed a public service announcement about just donating when you redo your kitchen to donate right. your cabinets and so on. Um, and bathroom stuff like um, uh, vanities and things yes. like that. Especially, you know, 
a lot of times things come with what people call builder basic. So pretty basic looking vanity, your basic cabinets. And then, you know, you move in and you want your own touch on it. Sure. Uh, so you reno your kitchen or you change up the powder room. And so a lot of that stuff that's quite new and sometimes really plain that you can jazz up on your own uh, if you need to or want to lives there. So anyway, I got the um, the chandelier from there. And I think the reason it, it's an out, it's actually an outdoor chandelier and I found it online. After. Oh, I have to remove that. I forgot that's still hanging. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, no, I need a ladder for that. Yeah, you do. Do you not have a ladder? No, I have to borrow one. I have the ladder that we usually use. Is it up north? Yeah, it's up north. Well, we can get it. Okay, so anyways, I forgot. I need to take it down. Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, that's fine. But, um, you know, what's funny is is we were so ambitious to close the cottage down this year early. And we have all this stuff here that <laughs> now it's cold. Anyway, um, I think it's supposed to be warmer this week, so we can do mm. it later on. Very well. Uh, anyway... That chandelier didn't cost very much. No, it was twenty five dollars. Um, but the the lights on it have always been tricky because what the lights that were originally on it must have been glass and they broke and that's why that person donated it, I guess. So we put on I put on little mason jars and super glued them in. Super glued them or no? I have I use a putty to hold yeah. them in place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but then we weren't getting much light from the led that's in there so then because the light shoots up and right because the led lights that are battery run don't have the strength because right. they're the small little pucks yeah it's not like a bulb right so they would shoot up but you wouldn't see it so what i did was i painted the inside of those mason jars the top or if you look at it as a jar the bottom of the mason jar with gold leaf you painted it or you put it in gold leaf well i i put glue and then I applied okay. the gold leaf. Yeah. yeah, you gold okay. I gold leaf the bottom so that when the light would hit it, it would refract from the gold mm-hmm. luminous sheen down towards us. And but that it was still, my still doesn't cast a lot of light. No, it really does that was my brother's idea. He's a lighting designer. Mm-hmm. What why No no. Um it is it was his idea. Yeah. yeah. Well he <laughs> He's he's a mechanic at heart, so he he suggested we put aluminum foil. We went a little bit more high end with the gold leaf, but even still, I would have done aluminum foil, but I just didn't know how to make it adhere. Right. But I knew I had some gold leaf from right. from a project Which where it was I, a great idea, and I, I love gold. But yeah. we still haven't figured out the way to make those LEDs be bright. I mean, maybe that's why it was donated. So I love having a chandelier out there, but it never casts quite as much light as I want it to. Mm-hmm. Which is a very good problem to have in the in the world of problems, but um, we also have a fire table out there, and I guess we're going to try and use that during the winter. I guess, yeah. Okay. It's like a little fire. It's a little it, like gas fire thing. Yeah, it's a propane fire. Once again, somebody got it on major sale, yeah. and it was the last one. So. Yeah, all my patio furniture I bought at the end of the season because that's the only time to buy it because it's... It's surprisingly expensive. It's patio so expensive. Furniture. But it makes sense because it has to... I mean, for us, we don't have anywhere to store it. It has to stay outside all winter. Mm-hmm. So even though you do an amazing job wrapping it up in... What, what do you wrap it up in? Like It's a canvas tarp that I purchased okay. online. Yeah. I see. I didn't know how else... I, otherwise, I would be using 
dollar store tarps. Right. And they're more plasticky. Right. But they were so hard to... It just took me a long time and a lot of rope to secure it. Right. And so when I found these canvas tarps online that are designed for patio furniture, Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, this is the way to go because it kind of is already molded in the shape of your table or your chair or your chair. So you can just lay it on there and it'll protect your furniture. So that's what I went with. But if you're going to do that, make sure you get the proper sizes because I've got one that's a bit too big. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes problematic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's everything that's that's out there. We have a tree growing back there, so we had to sort of build the wooden deck around it kind of thing because we weren't going to chop it down. It's a Norway maple. That's right. I think we've talked about it on here before. We have. We need to cut some of the limbs that are kind of... Well, you better get that, it. better borrow that ladder then. I know, but I can't. It's too late in the season to cut. I have yeah. to cut early in the spring now. Next year. Oh my goodness, so much for a little postage stamp of a backyard. I know. It almost seems like... It's not a yard, it's a deck. It's a deck, yeah. Yeah. It's a a tiny deck in the city. Um, And then we have the steepest steps that go from our deck to the little alleyway. (laughs) They're so steep. And every time somebody goes on them, we fear for them and say, they're steeper than you think. And they're shorter than you think, so that the step is actually not the right Listen, they're not the safest steps. And they have been broken by somebody. I have to replace one of the steps. Yeah, so that doesn't help. (laughs) Doesn't help. But we love our backyard. We do. And having the steps, even though they are steep and a little precarious, is great because then we have access to our car, which, you know, we don't have underground parking, so trying to get out there is not easy. Um, But, uh, yeah, it's quite a process to wrap all that stuff. And don't you, like, tape it up, too? I use rope. I rope yeah. it up underneath so that it it won't flap away. Mm-hmm. But the hardest thing I find is that on some of the things I tarp, it will pool with water and then freeze. And so oh, I yeah. have this pool of water on some of the... And even though it's secure, how yeah, does the water it, get it in? It just gets heavy. When the snow lands on it, it gets heavy. Mm-hmm. And if there's an indentation in whatever I'm wrapping... Right. Because sometimes I'll put the couch chairs on top of each other just so that it's more compact so the underside of one of the chairs is hollow Mm -hmm. and so it will dip okay even though i always make it very very taut and tight when i secure it eventually the weight of the snow will cause it to sort of um well and be weighted and it'll start to it'll start to cause a little bit of a pool there once it gets warm yeah so we um have so many ferocious squirrels out there oh our backyard i don't know what your listeners backyard what crazy animals you might have (laughs) but for some reason the city of toronto one interesting thing about the city of toronto that many visitors remark on is we have black squirrels yeah it's it's actually not just toronto it's ontario uh, the okay. first time I ever went to Ontario, so I was in the, my first trip to Ontario was in 1993, uh, in the fall, uh, in Kingston, Ontario. And the thing I remember, I was in a tall building, and I remember looking down at a, in a grassy park, and seeing these big, black, bushy-tailed creatures, and going, "Are those squirrels? They're huge! Yeah. I had never seen squirrels." Because you're used to the brown and gray squirrels? Yeah, I'm used yeah. to squirrels being cute and like 
a cousin, like an older cousin to a chipmunk. Right. I'm not used to them being, even our gray squirrels are huge here. They're massive beasts. I had never seen squirrels that big. Like the fact that I could see them from a tall, like a window that was like 10 stories up right. or whatever was shocking to me. And they seem to be everywhere and fearless too. And uh, cut to almost 30 years later, and here I am living in Ontario, and uh, and they're just as big and as ferocious as I always thought. <laughs> they come and they dig up anything we plant. So if I have, I had little planters yeah, they're... With, with some herbs, and they just like to come and dig everything up and make a mess. But we have new animal visitors that vig- visited us That's right. this year. Um, I'm not sure how you feel about them. They are pigeons. So we were in the summer enjoying a socially distant moment with some friends on the back deck um, at quite a distance. And so they were sort of looking and they saw this one pigeon and said it hasn't moved in almost an hour. And then we looked and it moved and we thought, okay, it's okay. It's just sleeping. Well, what that pigeon was doing was laying to pigeon eggs i guess pigeons have eggs they must yes all birds do yeah okay so that's what i've never seen a pigeon egg but that's what it was doing and uh a few weeks later two little pigeon we could hear little cries from little babies outside our bedroom window and i thought that pigeon had babies and so we have two pigeons now they're fully formed they were named by our nephew he named them pidgey and piggy he likes to name things, the names that sound like the thing. Yeah, so, for right. example, a squirrel, he'd probably name Squirrely. <laughs> and squirrels. That, that's, that's, how he, that's how he rolls. Um, but so anyway. we have Pidgey and Piggy, and they coo every morning. They coo every morning, and at first it was all really cute. Um, but, you know, they do need to go to, as we say in America, the bathroom. Mm-hmm. As we say in Canada, the washroom. Yes. Or the restroom, or the WC. Anyway, um, so cleaning up after them has not been fun, and also, I don't know. I think they're quite intent on staying with us, so I'm not sure what to do about that because they're quite high up. They're up in like the gutter. I need an even longer ladder to deal with them, <laughs> or at least to picky. at least to secure that area so next year we don't have any more. They were awfully pigeons. cute when they were little, but. Um, you know, they're not little anymore, and I'm worried they're going to lay their own eggs now and uh, and uh, live their best life with us. And I have to say, like, sitting outside my office, which is next to the window where they are, it was nice hearing them. It was nice having some light. Friends. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I guess I was lonely because it was nice hearing their little coos. There's something comforting about a cooing pigeon, actually, sure. I think. Sure. Speaking of animals, yeah. not not quite as comforting as the blue-billed bird. What, the rose-tip spoonbill? The, ro- the rose-tip spoonbill. <laughs> do you remember? So we stayed with my parents, and uh, that was like, that week was mating season, and their beautiful, serene home in Florida, and every morning at like five in the morning, we would hear birds. Birds That were and very birds. loud. They yeah. were loud, yeah. yeah. But, but... That said, it's always nice to hear birds. It is true. Mm-hmm. It is true. Well, hopefully the wildlife in our city backyard will calm down and we'll have less of those animals 
screen. We we used to have um, raccoons that would come. No, yeah, that would come on our oh, backyard. We, remember, your cousin was vi- visiting from Italy, and yeah. she got so excited because there was a raccoon in our backyard. And I was like, no, not raccoons. And then I was able to the area that they would be able to sneak in. I was able to cover with dirt. Oh, were you? Yeah, because it was where our tree was. Oh. So where the tree comes out from the deck, I see. there was a bit of area. I was going to say, I didn't see many last summer. Yeah, I, I mean, I see them, but not in our area. I filled it with dirt so they can't they can't quite crawl. Yeah. And this year, thankfully, we didn't run any too. But there was we noticed a lot of skunks were hanging out this year. And a possum. You saw a possum. Yeah, yeah. it walked right past my foot. I was uh, putting out lights for Halloween, and we have a little thing of dancing skeletons and uh it was a rainy night as i was doing it i looked and a possum just basically almost brushed my foot didn't seem to care that i was standing there kept on her merry way and uh went over to our neighbor's house listen possums are really good though apparently yeah yeah. they 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 take care of a lot of vermin and whatnot Mm -hmm. so i've never met a possum i didn't like (laughs) that was the first one i met and we got along just fine Well, there you go. I hope you got along just fine listening to this episode of the Insomnia Project. We were going to talk about another thing, but we'll save that for the next episode Mm -hmm. when we talk about certain transitions. But we hope you enjoyed this little venture. What I'll do is I'll take a photo of the money plant that we have. Sure. And I'll put it on our Instagram for people to see. Well, we have two, so you have to pick one. Yeah, I'll pick one. I don't know. I'll pick the bigger of the two. Yeah, well, one is like longer and one is fuller. Fuller. Yeah. So I'll I'll pick one of them and I'll take a picture and I'll put it on Mm -hmm. our Instagram. Until next time, we hope you were able to enjoy this. Thank you, Amanda, for taking us on a walk of plants and backyard things. An unexpected journey. You you had other plants today. I did. But I just wanted to keep talking about patio furniture <laughs> okay so where whatever you have in your patio we hope your your transition if you do have to bring it in go smoothly until next time thank you for listening and we hope you were able to listen and sleep <laughs>